hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. It is Thursday, November 16th. And uh, I want to thank Mike Danley yesterday. Uh, he was the first one that notified me. My editor screwed up yesterday. I uploaded a blank podcast by accident yesterday. Uh, Mike was the first one to notify me on YouTube. Um, it took me about 20 minutes to fix the error. So my apologies to anybody who listened on Spotify where uh, the uh, intro, uh, the song intro was played. And then it was just blank. I was able to re-upload to Spotify. It did take a little while. Um, I w- had to actually remove the video from YouTube, but Mike let me know first. And Mike Danley, if you're listening, first off, thank you. Second off, reach out. I'll give you a couple months, um, three, four months of my uh, newsletter for free. Um, so let me know. I, I really appreciate it. And, and thank you to everybody who that reached out uh, post afterwards. Um, it just shows me that people are listening. So thank you very much. Let's talk about Spy. I got up on my screen right now, uh, Spy, and and we're at a pretty inflectious point right now. You can see the line that I drew here, uh, and and essentially this goes back to the first time ever when the S and P hit. Uh, and this is again, this is Spy. So just take um, a tenth off, move the decimal point from the right to the left one, and you'll get the S and P. But this was the first time the S and P hit forty five hundred back here in August, late August, early September, twenty twenty one. You can see we took a leg down. That was September and that was October weakness. But then we rallied into November and into December. In January 2021, we hit our highs. Uh, the high on the S- uh, on SPY was 479.98. From that point, we continued to hit lower lows and lower highs. And then you start to get the recovery of this year. And all of a sudden, we have higher highs and higher lows. That means a trend until we hit June, which was the high that we got to was 458. Uh, right now, you are at 450. Yesterday, you closed at four or you got to 451 during the day yesterday. So you closed at 449. Um, essentially, what, what, what you have here, you can see clear, clear resistance pattern right there. So the the question is, do we get through that resistance? Where do we go? You still have confirmation above the nine day. You have this MACD that's about to cross up. You have your RSI at 59 in no man's land. I don't know where we're going up, but this move has been super, super violent for the first couple of weeks of November. Um, And and we're, we're bound to hit resistance. Just know we're bound to hit resistance. And that's the first time we hit it since August 2021. So I just want to say, you know, hey, just be careful. Understand that this is going to provide a choppy, choppy market right now. You have plenty of negative catalysts, uh, a ton of negative catalysts. I got this in my, uh, the the newsletter, In I'm sorry, in my email from uh, Seeking Alpha. And I just showed... Uh, somebody asked about Upwork, and I was showing about Upwork, um, you know, how you can find other stocks other than Upwork just because it's expensive on Seeking Alpha. But this is an email that comes in from my portfolio every day from Seeking Alpha. The top top performing stock yesterday, Shopify. Then Disney. Disney has a new uh, a new investor that wants board seats. So 
positive thing. Then Netflix, Eli Lilly, uh, SMCI, and Pan W were the bottom uh, portion. Pan W was just a little bit expensive. Uh, and, and we went into earnings. I'll go over that in a little bit. But that email every morning provides me a ton. It also provided me uh, news on Walmart and FBCG, uh, everything. Uh, one of the things that I was doing yesterday, by the way, was uh, I think it was Zephan asked me about QCLN yesterday while we were uh, on YouTube afterwards. And this is a stock that I took out of the core portfolio. I am still in this one. Just so you know, I am still in it. I haven't sold it. It has been a horrible, horrible performer. If we go and we look at this one, it is because of the solar holdings. This is a clean energy ETF. It has just been a horrific holding of mine. Uh, it suddenly now has some confirmation. Thirty-four forty-six here on November fourteenth. Uh, You're up to thirty-six fifty-six. What was interesting yesterday was I was taking a look at the holdings. I'm like, wow, Tesla. You know, they're up year to date. First Solar, they're down, but Rivian's up. Um, you know, on semiconductors, doing well. Albemarle doing okay. Um, you look at Enphase doing horribly. Lucid Group doing horribly. But you look at those top 10 holdings, and some of them are okay. And so I went to Bard, and I'll include this in the, uh, a link to this in the uh, in the newsletter. But I said, you know, hey, Bard, do you know the details of the ETF symbol QCLN? It says, yeah, here's the top 10. Uh, here is a table of the top 10 holdings and the weighting of them. Uh, for a complete list of holdings, please visit the fund's website. I said, what's the price of QCLN? Uh, current price is $36 as of Wednesday, November 15th. Right now, it's trading for $36.55. Uh, the day range is $34.6, blah, blah, blah. I said, based on the holdings, what's the fair value of QCLN? And then it goes into the, uh, NAV, which is net asset value. Uh, that's a solid term. It basically takes the value of all of the, the sum of the parts and adds it up. Well, the NAV of QCLN is 39.19. Now, obviously, that's going to change based on the actual holdings uh, values. So it's just a snapshot in time. But what it tells me is QCLN is probably under undervalued. Um, so, you know, for instance, November 15th, 2023, uh, QCLN is trading at a premium of 7.6 to NAV. This premium is likely due to the strong performance of the clean energy sector. So you can take a look at that. It's an interesting way to look at it. I just wanted to point that out, that you can kind of Google stuff and, and use artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence has a huge uh, weight in my day of trying to find stocks, trying to find value, trying to understand stuff. It just saves me time. It saves me a hell of a lot of time. Uh, in fact, yesterday... Uh, I was using artificial intelligence to ask some some stuff, um, and I do. Jake and I, or I'm, I'm sorry, Jason from um, from Trend Spider. We went over this in our uh, meeting that I'm actually uh, editing right now. Should be out probably later today, maybe tomorrow. Um, but it's a, an hour long discussion. And one of the stocks that we look at is Palantir. And, and one of the things that I was saying is, Hey, it looks like it's probably just forming a, a capitulation here up at 20. And Jason and I look at it and he said, yeah, 25 looks more like a, a, a way to go. Yesterday I said, you know what? I like 20. And, and and right here, I kind of drew that one. And I think I even drew it with Jason there. I said, 20 makes sense to me. Um, if you pull this one back here and we go to the highs, um, one of the things that, that Jason was pointing out is volume typically attracts stuff. And he said up here between 23 and 25, 
that's a good solid uh, indication that there's a lot of people holding up here. There's still a lot of people holding. And so, so price may go up there. Uh, this $20, there's no real range here between 16 and 20. So where it goes, I don't know. I just know it hit that $20 price twice. I sold out yesterday at 20. I sold out of my position. I will buy back in. This is a stock that I want to be in. I just think that we've run up so much. I think that the total gain was like 36 to 40%, somewhere in that neighborhood. With that amount of gain in this amount of short time, I said, you know what? I just want to take the profits. Screw the taxes. Screw it. I just want to take the profits. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I sold out a Palantir. I'll buy back in. 100% I will buy back in. Microsoft, they announced yesterday they released more co-pilot uh, details. Um, and they, they announced that they said, hey, there's new chips. We're creating new chips for our data centers. I don't know if they're consumer chips, but I think they're more data center chips, um, which they said doesn't really compete against NVIDIA. And what was, was interesting is that uh, Jensen Wong, who's the CEO of NVIDIA, was up on stage with Satya Nadella, who's the CEO of Microsoft. He was on stage with them, and they, they announced these new chips. Uh, NVIDIA, AMD, all the chips went down on that news. Uh, the, the stock was solidly, all chip stocks were solidly down yesterday, um, but that were in AI, uh, NVIDIA. Let me see. Uh, I'm refreshing this so we can look at it because it will seem to get held up. Um, but here we go. NVIDIA was down, uh, it's down 0.64%. It's at 485. I think it was close to 500 yesterday. Um, you know, SMCI was down uh, kind of in, in, in lockstep. It's at 285. I like this one. You know, Microsoft, you're at all-time highs here, 369, all-time highs. The MACD looks like it's crossing a little bit down. Microsoft is up 0.62. Uh, in my mind, if you want to trim at 370, I don't think it's unheard of to trim at 370. You've filled the gap, uh, but you're at all-time highs. This is a solid, solid company that continues to just present uh, revenue opportunities. So I don't know that you necessarily want to get out of this totally, but if you wanted to, I mean, the MACD is just crossing up on the weekly. It's still got solid confirmation. So if you're holding long-term, I don't see a need to sell this. Honestly, I just don't see a need to sell it. Uh, Palantir's a different story. Uh, Apple's a different story. Amazon's a different story. They're all different stories. Microsoft, with the news that's coming out, I just don't see a need to sell it. Uh, Macy's came out with their earnings. Solid beat. Uh, it, it's up, let's see, 10%, $13.90. I think we just went over this before. Um, there, I'd said, hey, it's not worth you know going into this one with uh, a risk of earnings. I think you're solidly looking at this 1404 to 1464. I think you're solidly looking at that getting getting beaten. Your first stop loss. It's at 1390 right now. So if you buy today, your stop loss should be set at $13.30 because if we go back down below that 200-day, you don't want to be holding this one. This, in my mind, is an absolute trade. But they said their uh, inventories and margins improved. I'll include a story from Seeking Alpha on it, um, but solid, solid beat. And, and I've told you, I like, I really like um, 
Uh, I really like Macy's. I mean, their their e-commerce business, just solid, solid. Uh, Shopify. I, I forgot to mention this one. I mean, this is still solid gain. We're, we're still up 30, 40% on this one. And you still have confirmation uh, down 1.25% today to 67. If it were me and I didn't have a position in this, I'd be buying this at 67 thinking that the, this we're going to get to this 200 day to 80. And I think 80 is solidly in, in the realm of possibility before the end of the year. Uh, they announced that they had uh, written over 10,000 lines of new code using Microsoft Copilot. I mean, that if, if that doesn't tell you that there is a, a market for Microsoft Copilot and that this is going to be a huge, a, a big deal, um, yeah. Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft for me is probably one of the most solid. Now it is expensive. Let's go over here and we'll, we'll look at some of the uh, some of the fundamentals. Its PE is thirty five. I mean, that's double the S and P. The growth in this one, this could be. Uh, you know, they could double if Copilot and, and ChatGPT actually take off. This could be huge. I mean, remember these guys have GitHub too, where you actually trade. Uh, chat GPT, um, you know, modules and stuff. Now, chat GPT is hoping that you're going to use their app store, but Microsoft, you know, hey, if I've got my own uh, trained bot and I don't necessarily need to use the app store because I can use Llama or one of the open uh, open source AIs, like even uh, Guard, uh, I forget, Gok, Gok on uh, Tesla's one. If I can do that and just use GitHub, you know, Microsoft owns GitHub. It's crazy good, crazy crazy good so microsoft is expensive just understand that there are there's nobody buying this sate sold 12 million dollars worth that is literally uh like he he's buying a baby pool that that's like a plastic baby pool in his backyard 12 million dollars um smith bradford uh vice chair and president that's probably like you know he's buying his kid a a, a little truck racer I mean, that's $16 million. Don't even pay attention to these dollar amounts. They, they, that, that dollar amount means nothing to these guys. They're just selling out to, to kind of you know leverage their position a little bit. That's all they're doing. Uh, Mara is up over 10. I wanted to let everybody know Mara is over 10. You are okay selling. <laughs> uh, the algorithm got you in at 942. I've been saying, hey, when it dips under 10, buy it under 10. This solid one was a 19.83% gain. That you just made. Uh, 942, you're in. It's 1018. I mean, that's a solid 10% gain, probably uh, close to it. Um, because, you know, we, we still have confirmation up here. In pre market, you're at 993. So it's down below 10. So it, it went over 10. Understand that is a 100% trade. Do not hold Mara and thank God I'm going to wait till 12. When it gets over 10, you sell it. Now, Let's look at Netflix because Netflix had a huge move. We're at $464 on Netflix. Now, the article, the only article that I could find is that noontime yesterday when the stock took off, Bank of America adds Netflix as a tier one best investment ID along with SEE and VRT. I will include this in the newsletter. This is a great, great article. But this is the only reason I think that, that Netflix continues to pop. Now, we are in a huge, huge upturn. This gap goes to 471. You're clearly going to cover this gap. Now, it could provide some resistance. Uh, it absolutely could provide some resistance if we uh, fill that gap. 
Uh, once it gets up there, I think it, it starts to pull back. Here's the weekly. We're only just above the 200-day. You've, you've just shot up from that 200-day at 416 to 461. This one all-time high is six, almost $700. Yeah, it hit $700 November 15, 2021 at the peak. So I, I don't think it's done. It is expensive. Look at Microsoft. The PE is 35 forward PE of uh, 28. Netflix, on the other hand, PE is 46 forward PE of 29. But these guys are killing it. The growth in this is going to bring that PE down. I'm a big believer. I bought more. Uh, I hold a really, really solid position in this. Uh, Earnings front, Cisco announced earnings. This one, I thought it was going to 60 ducks. It went the absolute other way. Um, They announced crazy bad guidance. Um, I say buy this on weakness. Right now, it's at 47. I think anything under 48 is a solid play in this one. The problem that they had was they had such solid quarters over the last time. They they really had to backlog and people hadn't installed some of their systems and some of their equipment. So they didn't buy new equipment. So the, the guidance is, hey, we might have a couple of quarters where people aren't buying the equipment. Um, but they, they still point to, hey, we, we've still got solid, solid business. Um, if you look at a weekly on this one, you can see we, we've changed the trend here from 2021 down and you're in an upward trend. Now you did hit this high back here of 57, almost 60 back in September. You've been in the, the downward trajectory right now. You're under that 200 day. You will open up under this weekly 200 day that will provide a gap. And I always say any, uh, reaction in the market is an overreaction. I think this is a solid company, uh, you know, over, if we even go back to, I'll, I'll do a monthly on this one, because this is one of the ones where you go back to 2000 and you can see the run up in this and, and you're not even back to those highs of 68, 69, that, that was back in 2000. This has just been a dog of a stock to hold. So I trade it. I would absolutely 100% trade this one. And if we look at the four hour on this uh, you're not in this one, or you might be, yeah, you're in at 53. Um, if you bought this at 53, I think you're fine holding it. I think you're fine adding to it. I think long-term Cisco's fine. Um, let's see, Pan W, that is part of our core portfolio. This is one, I said it's a $250 stock. I still think it's $250 stock. It's at 240. It is pulled back to 240 based on earnings. Um, they beat, but they gave super weak guidance on their billings being impacted by the cost of money. I still think you hold it to 250. This is a billing issue. Uh, it, it's nothing more than that. People are pulling back on some of their spend. That's exactly what Walmart said. Walmart gave some uh, some guidance that people are pulling back on their spend. This one is down six percent. This is a huge move in this stock, but. It's just pulling back because it ran to all-time highs. That's all it did. But they did say, hey, there's some pullback here. Uh, People are trimming. Now, Target, on the other hand, Target's getting pulled back by 2% because of that that sale stuff. You have this, this buy here at 126. I think you sell it anytime it goes over 130. If you're looking to sell it, I'm continuing to hold 126. I think you come back down here to 112. This, if we just pull this back and we go to, uh, you know, I'm going to look at, at volume levels on the four hour and we'll pull it back to, 
uh, let's go back here in February, where it was about 170. I could pull it to the highs, but you can see right here, solid, solid volume gap. Volume shelf, I should say. Solid volume shelf. If I just pull this back, um, we'll, we'll see it here. Let me see if I can pull this back. Oh, come on. Let me pull it back. Uh, it's not going to let me. So, but here, maybe if I just pull it down. No, up. No, can't move it. So uh, we'll have to look at this one. But the volume, uh, trust me, the volume shelf is right there. Solid, solid volume shelf. I will probably be adding to this one. Uh, I'm not putting it back in the core portfolio. The reason is because they, uh, uh, the management sucks. Just honest to God, the management sucks. I will include uh, a link to Seeking Alpha article on that one. Baba Earnings. Uh, here's the Seeking Alpha Baba Earnings. Uh, Baba Earnings, they missed. So uh, let's take a look. Baba, because the stock is down, I think it was down about 5 6%. It's down 8%. It's at $80. It's selling at 87 Like I said, anything that, that you take risk on earnings, this one I didn't think was worth it. Um, I thought maybe it could pop, but it's down 8% at 80 bucks. I think if you get this anywhere under 80, I think it's a, a decent play. They are in, you know, China's in trouble. The, the, the China consumer, it has extreme weakness. You can see this hundred dollar mark. We've hit it. What? Uh, let's see once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> and then it you just uses it as resistance. I think if you buy this at 80, I think at some point in time, it comes back to 100. I just don't know when. You need some type of change in direction. And, and with that 50-day moving positive, but the stock continuing to just move down, I don't think that that 50-day starts to move positive. And that 200-day on a weekly is just too negative for me. Uh, Tesla. We talked about $240 being a gap in Tesla uh, that I thought it would fill. It filled it. 242 it filled it. It rejected off of it. It's a 239 right now. It's down 1.38%. So I, I, I do think that you start to see this one pull back a little bit. I, I, I'm not buying Tesla. I'm not selling Tesla. I'm not, I have, I have Tesla in my XLY. I'm not doing anything with it. I just kind of tend to think that, that you're moving down. Um, there were a bunch of stocks yesterday that hit a new 52-week high at some point in time. Microsoft, Amazon, Meta, Costco, uh, Broadcom, CrowdStrike, Palantir, Walmart, Intel, Lululemon, DraftKings, DoorDash, Digital Realty, Expedia, Fair Isaac, Intuit. I will put all of those uh, names in the newsletter. Uh, one that I noticed today that I particularly own, and I noticed the bounce in this, and I just wanted to bring it up that it's a solid bounce in a solid company that has been beaten down. This is Caterpillar. Caterpillar was a buy in the algorithm at 241 at the beginning of November, November 3rd. Solid earnings, good earnings, nothing nothing crazy. You had the death cross right before earnings, so you didn't necessarily want to buy going into earnings. Uh, it did gap down on earnings, came back, filled the gap. The gap was from 228 up to 241. Solid, solid gain there. But you're now you're even in more solid gain. So I wanted to point that out because I do own this one and I kept looking at it. And I'm like, hmm, should I sell it? Should I sell it? It's on its way down. It's just a mainstay that you kind of keep. AIG, uh, Manuel from Spotify wants me to look at AIG. AIG is one that I traded during the 2008 housing crisis. This was a solid play for me and I tried to get more of my friends in on this one. 
Um, but if we go back here and we look at a weekly, uh, let's look at a monthly. We'll have to go to monthly to go back to 2000. Uh, you can see 2008 housing crisis. This was an $800 stock. Most of that is because of the reverse splits. Um, you know, it just never recovered. And so for a long time now, it's just never recovered. And you can see 66 to 70 is probably a, a just a, a, a ceiling where it's not really getting over. Um, you know, the algorithm doesn't really work on this one. This is an insurance company. I wouldn't necessarily look at trading this one. I would look at earning it, uh, owning it. Now, buying and holding over 24 months, you make 11%. Is that good? I don't think so. But kind of depends on your, your target, where you want to be, how safe you want to be. Um, this is insurance diversified. They make 44 set, they have a market cap of $44.57 billion, income of $3 billion. PE is 12 forward PE of eight. Um, the average target price, 72. You're trading at 63. Nothing exciting to me. There's nothing that pops out to me here. Oh my God, I've got to buy this. Um, AIG, the, the 10% owner, they bought back their own stock, $20 million. Um, again, there's nothing crazy exciting to me. Uh, they bought it back at 25. So that was back in June, probably of la- a few years ago. There's nothing crazy. AIG, yawn. I mean, I I don't know why you want to own something like this. It's not popping to 120. It's not popping to 120. It's you know it it is what it is. So uh, Manuel depends on where you want to, what you want to own, and what you want to target. Uh, Scans, J and J, Pfizer. They're they're two of the drug makers that have been beaten down. Uh, I always said that, that I thought J&J was a $160 stock. It's at $148. I just own this. I just own it. And I forget about it. I think I put like a couple thousand dollars that's turned into $10,000 over a period of time, a long period of time. I just own it. I, I don't think, again, this is kind of a yawn stock. I, I just don't worry about when it goes down. But it's well under its 200-day on the weekly. And it's been beaten down, beaten down heavily. So I, I just own it. I'm not getting out of it. I'm not, you know, trading it. Pfizer, on the other hand, I'm out. Pfizer, I'm out. I just don't trust this guy, the the, the CEO. Uh, I don't trust the company. I just don't like it. And, and it has nothing to do with the. In my mind, I, I just think that they um, they are a little greedy, and that's the, that's the case for me. I will say that I think they're they're greedy. EQT is a nat gas play, I believe. EQT, let me make sure. Uh, EQT because energy transfer is the yeah. This is the nat gas, uh, natural gas production company. Um, so if you want EQT, uh, you know rather than trading Boyle, maybe own EQT. You got a multiple top here uh, at about forty four, but you're trading at forty one. It's a solid eight nine percent. In the meantime, you're getting a 1.43% uh, uh, dividend. It's up 22% year-to-date. Meanwhile, you, you look at Boyle. Uh, Boyle is down 85% year-to-date. So rather than owning, you know, trading Boyle, maybe own EQT. Uh, Cord Energy and Marathon Oil. Marathon Oil has been beaten down. Marathon Oil, I've been watching. It's under its 200-day. Oil in particular has been beaten down, but the 2558 Buy right here. You probably have 26 in this one as it starts to recover. The 50-day starting to move down. Um, you know, you put your floor in here down at 23. 
I don't know that it's a great, great buy, but I, I like it. Um, Uvixi, when are we going to get see this one turn up? Uvixi got a cross up. Is the VIX going to take off? Let's look at the VIX. Um, we'll type in VIX. Uh, the VIX is at, oh, why is it doing yikes? Oh, it, it auto corrects on me. Uh, let's look at the VIX. Do, 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 do. Oh, what's it doing now? Hold on one second. Um, yikes. Yikes. V-I-X. Uh, and we're going to hit that. Let's see. Nope. Seeking Alpha. This is Safari. This isn't uh, Seeking Alpha. It's... Uh, do, 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 do. There we go. We'll click on that. Um, Safari auto auto fills for me. So vi the VIX is at 13. Uvixi, 1164. 11.76 is the buy. It, this has been a loser, just all uh, outright a loser. Um, XLU is the only spider sector that crossed up, and we talked about it. Uh, utilities. Do they have their comeback? Are you getting to that gap up there? Um, this one, 57.15. I said this was an opportunity. You're at 61. So you got your 10% in there. You got 12% to fill that gap. You can see it rejected right off that 200-day at 62. But this one has another cross up here. Um, the RSI is at 60, approaching overbought. Not crazy, but XLU is not a, a horrible thing. It's just been beaten down. I mean, you can see if we go to a, a weekly on this one, uh, you can see right there that target, that channel. I almost timed it perfectly back here. Uh, but you have a 35% uh, thing. Right now, you have a death cross happening in XLU. But it, it did cross up on the four hours. So if you wanted to trade, if you wanted to bet dollar cost average your way in, I don't think it's a bad price to get in there. SMMT, we had this one as a buy uh, based on a um, an insider trade back here, uh, back in June, July. It went from $2 all the way up to $2, almost $3. Great trade if you got in. Uh, since then, it's just been a dog. Trading at $2.04 is the buy. It's at $1.99. The only reason is because that, that billionaire dude put some money into it. Dollar Tree, this is an interesting one because we have a gap. And we've now changed the 50-day to a positive on the four-hour. You have your earnings coming up November 28th. Just understand, between now and November 28th, if this gap gets filled, uh, I think that's a dangerous sign for this sign, this this stock, because that's just, I mean, that's too uh, up too fast, too quick. Uh, if you get good earnings and you haven't filled that gap, I think that's where you fill the gap. But that's the chance that you take. That's the gamble uh, that you take. Now, one of the gambles that was worth it, and I said, hey, $51 is too crazy good. This is kind of where it, where it was before. $51 on Schwab. I added a little bit more. Uh, I'm still holding this one. Uh, I got out with some. I didn't get out of my full position, but I got out some at 60, uh, which I'll get out again, some, maybe all. Um, I don't you know, know how financials will trade, but this one has a secondary cross up here. And so it's, it's an additional move. If we get through that 200 day at 57, this gap fill all the way up to 59 gets filled again. Just my, my take on it. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at as far as what I'm thinking. I'm looking to see uh, where the volume shelves are from the last. 
So this this pop right here back in July, where we got up, I think almost 70, yeah, 66. Um, you've got nobody holding above that gap. I mean, there is there's kind of it would take a big move to get up to that 64. But if you want to talk about a weekly, uh, and we go back and we look at um, where's my there it is okay, and we just look at where it hit the highs here, February 2022. Where are people holding? They're all holding below. So that's the dangerous part of, of trading this one is you've got to create new volumes up here in order to hold on because people will just start to, to hold it. So, okay, uh, if you want any of the, uh, the the products that I use, I use TrendSpider. They are having a sale right now, TrendSpider. It is for the elite level, which is the middle level. You have an option monthly. It's 43 bucks a month. That is 45% off. That is a great, great price for a monthly price for a transporter. They don't offer monthly prices very often. This is one of the first ones that that actually came in in a monthly. Uh, What I always have done is pay the yearly. Now, if you pay yearly, it's 382 bucks, but you get a seven-day free trial. If you've listened to me enough and you just say, F it. I want TrendSpider. I want to take emotions out of my trade. I want your algorithm. I want your watch list. I want your scanners. It's 296 bucks. That's $80 savings. That's almost additional 30% off there. Um, 296 bucks. So uh, again, it's 45% off, 60% off, and 69% off. Hey, now. But you can get there. Just go to linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. Seeking Alpha, it's 189 bucks for uh for for a year. Uh, I love this service. I, I you know I would pay the 189 dollars between TrendSpider and, and Seeking Alpha. It's under 500 dollars for uh for both, and and those are the two tools that I would absolutely pay for 500 dollars. That's an Xbox right now, or, or a you know one of those Xbox uh the t- top tier Xboxes. Um, you know, what else can you get for $500? A meal at a, a nice restaurant for the family. Uh, maybe that's a, a Giants football game. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe it's, it's a trip to the movies to see Barbie these days with the prices. But $500 is nothing compared to the tools that you're getting in to actually make money. Uh, I never understood. Um, you know, I use free tools. I use the Webull desktop, um, you know, to edit videos together. I use CapCut when I have Final Cut Pro. Uh, free tools are fantastic. Just understand this is leveling you up and leveling up is, is what, what took me to, you know, new highs in my portfolio and new highs in my trades. If you want to get there again, it's linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. The newsletter, the newsletter is free. Uh, every day I send out a newsletter with all my notes and all the charts, all the charts that you see. The newsletter for the week is free for the uh, paid one on the weekends. It is a paid, and and some of the reviews of the most recent ones is that I'm just getting better at that one. I I put in st- uh, stock charts with um what I'm doing with my current positions, and like I said, Palantir was one that I identified at twenty dollars that I was going to sell. The stop loss didn't take the first time. I think I had set it up in Fidelity wrong. Uh, it didn't take on Tuesday. It took yesterday. So um, $20 was my thing. That was in the paid newsletter. Uh, if you want the paid newsletter, it's just dailystockpick.substack.com and you can pay for it all that you want. Visible. Visible is a phone service. Uh, I was watching um, Stetson Dotson, I think his name is. 
Uh, he's a fantastic. He's, he's got the best YouTube channel for phones. Uh, and he recommended Visible. Visible is the best $25 a month plan that you can get. What's great is you click on the link in my link tree and you get $20 off. So your first month is $5. Unlimited data, talk, and text on Verizon's network. It's unbelievable. Uh, If you want the premium version, it's $35. $35 gets you unlimited premium data on 5G's ultra-wide and fastest 5G. 50 gigs of premium data on the 5G and 4G ultra-wide. This means if you're using more than 50 gigs of data, you're not de- you're under 50 gigs of data, you're not deprioritized on that 5G and 4G LTE networks. So unlimited mobile hotspot. You guys know I, a few weeks ago I was in Philadelphia. I did the podcast on my unlimited hotspot. Uh, if you're getting a Tesla, click here, uh, $500 off and three free months of full self-driving. If you want AT&T fiber at your house, I look so pretty because it's one gig service that I have in my house for like 60 bucks, I think, 70 bucks, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, uploading, downloading, it's just, I mean, it's just a pleasure having one gig service at your house. I would think that would be standard. If you're on cable service and you have AT&T in your area, click on this link. I will tell you. You will not regret getting a gig service at your house. Even getting one of the lower tiers of AT&T at your house. AT&T and cable are just different. If you have Verizon, I would say get Verizon. I just don't have a link for Verizon. But if you want that service, you can absolutely get it. I think it's a a top tier service. Uh, If you want to follow me on any of the socials right here. Um, And if you want to email me, it's right here. Okay, I will talk to you guys later. I will see you tomorrow. and fears.